You're listening to UCW Radio. In your face. If you try to remember, you will lose. Empty your mind. Be formless. Shapeless. Like water. All of the fighters that ever set foot on this planet. I'm the only world champion, United States national champion. I'm a two-time National College Champion. I was never beating Cotton. Be proud of this product. The Action Martial Arts Power Hour. All right. Welcome back to the Action Martial Arts Power Hour, where each week we feature another legend in the world of martial arts. Of course, we're joined by our host and true leader in the world of martial arts and one of the premier leaders in the world of Wing Chun, None other than Master Alan Goldberg. Alan, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how I sold you that paycheck for saying that you introduction for me. But anyway, I'm doing uh, great. Uh, well, every, every week we make your intro a lot more interesting because <laughs> you deserve it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's been uh, it's been crazy. You know, you're you're leading up to uh, your big event, uh, January 25th and 26th, and now it's crunch time for you. Yeah, it was six weeks away, and uh, if I told you, I actually was talking to Orlando earlier. I said I should write a book about what the questions that people ask me, and uh, maybe a sitcom. I don't know, but it's it's amazing sometimes. And I stand in, I just sometimes I got to hold my tongue because there's certain things I want to say, and I just don't say it. And most of the time, you know, I'm the type of guy that says what I want to say, but mm-hmm. doing business, you got to just uh, listen to some people, uh, their rhetoric or whatever they want to say about other people, and just go ahead and make my event work so we make it work well you do make it work and you know look i I think a lot of times egos come into play and that shouldn't be the case but you know as such as life and in the world of martial arts as you know you have some people that have big egos and uh but anyway what are you going to do you know but yeah you but you but you do a fantastic job each and every year uh and uh making making magic in uh in Atlantic City. Uh, I've never seen anything like it and I think that uh, you're never going to see anything like even the Arnold doesn't compare to what you do in uh, martial arts. No doubt about it. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, no no problem. And uh you know tonight we have a special treat for our listeners. Uh, in the world of kickboxing, our guest has redefined the sport during his career, his pro career. He dominated the sport by being a five-time champion. He made history by truly unifying the light heavyweight world title across five different organizations at the same time. So it's, it's kind of amazing. So I want our listeners to please join us in welcoming to the Power Hour, the man, the myth, the legend, Orlando the Warrior Rivera. Orlando, welcome to the show. Wow. With that kind of intro, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm getting ready to fight again. There <laughs> yeah, you go. Ding, ding, ding. I'm telling you. <laughs> no doubt, man. It's uh, it's an honor to be on the show with you guys. Um, and it's always an honor every year to be with you guys up in Atlantic City because, like you said, you know, um, Alan does such a great job at hosting one of the biggest events that I've ever seen. And I've been to the Arnold, and believe me, it's nothing no, no comparison like you were saying Lou it's um it's a great honor to see everybody who shows up for these things each year I mean I think I'm going on 13 years doing this with you guys is that yeah, about right yeah yeah and um I'm 
every time I, I just leave there like wild. But I leave uh, the most important thing I leave there with is the kind of energy that carries me throughout the year with that positive, you know, martial arts spirit, you know, that I get from the camaraderie from all of my peers that are there. You know, like you said, you know, Lou, there's there's no one higher. Uh, actually, Alan, we were just talking about that. There's no one higher than another there. Everybody is an equal. And um, mm-hmm. anybody who thinks that they are, you know, <laughs> at a higher status, then, <laughs> well, I want to know what they're drinking because. <laughs> well, I, I don't believe. Yes, sir. No doubt. But um, Special it's, tea it's, leaves man, they're I, having. Yeah. Well, I, I just want to say, you know, Orlando, he's, his name, his fighting name is The Warrior, but I like to call him The Warrior Gentleman because Orlando is one of the nicest guys you ever want to meet. Um, you know, be dangerous in the ring, but a gentleman outside the ring. So I know Orlando probably about 20 years now, and uh, I've never seen yeah. him in a bad attitude or anything. So I'm always happy to have him at the event and just be part of what we do. So. And and I got to say something, you know, I mean, humble is not the word for you, my man. You know, you, I mean, you have every right. And, and, you know, Alan, you can disagree with me, but I believe Orlando has every right to be the most arrogant person out there if you want to be. Okay. And because you, I mean, you legitimately did something that really no one else did. And you went from kickboxing to boxing and your boxing career. You know, you had eight knockouts, and what held you back, uh, from what I remember, is because they said at that point that you your age was getting in the way, so they held you back. All right, you know, but if, if you would have kept going, man, you would have just unified that too. Yeah, oh, without question. But if you ask me now, <laughs> every once in a while I get the itch to say, yeah, I can still do this, but, you know, then I have my, my lovely wife, Dean, that tells me, nope, forget it. Stop thinking about it. You're not doing it. You're done. Mm-hmm. So the, the real, the real grandmaster of the family. Yeah. Oh yes, oh, yes, yes. Sir. no doubt. The real grandmaster is right. She, she's she the Buddha of that household. <laughs> yeah, she told me that. She told me that I came home one day with the belts from winning uh, one of my uh, my fights, and she says, "You know what?" She says, "That's great, but you know what? When you get here, I'm the champ." And I'm like, uh, "Yes, you are." You know, I had to definitely get humbled by that. You know, she was like, you leave that at the door. So, you with that being said, you know, the uh, the, the true blessing in, in my whole uh, existence is that, you know, I've had a strong woman in my life such as her that has helped me to keep my balance and the, to keep myself real, you know. And I think that's, that's the most important thing. Um, right now and, and this whole power hour is to, to talk about keeping it real people. I mean, come on, it's yeah. going to be 2013, you know, be real and, and, and be, be honest, be upfront. You know, to me, I, I don't know any other way because if I, if I have to tell you a lie, then, you know, then I got to remember that lie and, you know, then it just, there you go. Hell, yeah. you know, so. That's funny. I, I, I knew Orlando since he was an amateur. And I have to tell you, he hasn't changed from the day being an amateur up to being a pro. So it's not a, it's not a Maple Leaf story. He's telling you either. So. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And you know the funny thing is, I remember when when you and I first met Orlando, it was it was interesting. It had nothing to do with Alan's event. Well, I forget where we were, Alan. But you know, when I met you, you you and I just connected, and you were you were just so humble. 
that it threw me back. And I said, wait a second, you should, shouldn't you have an attitude? But I guess not, you know. But I mean, that's I mean, that's that that's setting an example for other, uh, you know, people out there, other notables in the world of martial arts. You know, you're not better than the other. And if you begin to think that, then you're at a loss, and that's sad. And that, well, that's I, I will say one thing though. I will say one thing. I do remember a couple instances that uh, Orlando wanted to fight a few people, and they kept ducking him. So Orlando oh, did get under. <laughs> we won't mention well, names, Orlando, but there were a couple guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, people and, wanted to talk whenever they can. But, you know, bottom line is I always tell everybody, you know, step up to the plate. You know, I mean, yep. really. I'm not, I've never ducked anybody in my whole career. Um, and I think, Alan, you've been through that whole part of my career where, you know, you've seen uh, uh, plenty of my fights, and you've seen me come on, like you said, from the amateur ranks. You know, mm-hmm. hey, guys, I'm I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect. You know, I'm not saying I never told a lie. But you know what? Hey, no one's perfect. And I will always say this. <laughs> Try and catch me in a lie these days, it'll never happen. You know, I just, you live and you learn. As you age, you, you live, you learn. And um, you try to just make yourself improve and be better. You know, the same thing I do with my sport. You know, all I did was look at the videotape and say, okay, what can I do to improve my next fight? What can I change to make something different happen in that ring to make it more exciting? And, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, I, I never got the uh, the big paydays like everybody thought I would make one day. But, you know, the, the biggest payday for me was just the, um, this conversation we're having right now because this, to me, is my million-dollar payday. This conversation we're having right now because it goes to show truly and really, you know, what I'm about and how it's that easy to talk so freely about me, honestly and openly, without having to say, well, we're doing this because, you know, this kid's worth a couple million dollars, you know, so let's get him on air. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not about that. It's, it's about, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've earned oh. I've earned that statue with you guys, and to me, that's, that's my million dollars right there. Thank you, guys. I just let you know, we, we don't pay our guests for the show, so I let you know that ahead of time. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I know yeah. that. And that's not even why, why I'm, I do this. You know, I do it because, you know, oh, I know. Out to support this event because Alan's been through my career, like, you know, like he said earlier. I mean, he knows me from my amateur days. He's been around me, you know, my whole career. And, um, you know, I, I just do it out of the humble fact that, you know what, he's a good man. I want to have his back whenever I can. I wish there was more that I could do to help make his event even bigger and better, but I do the best that I can do on my end without question. And you should do. <laughs> you should do. Thank you. Yeah. And, and Orlando, what I want to do, I, think I want to crank it back a little bit because I, want, I really want more people to know how you got to where you are, man. You, you started training when you were about 9, 10 years old, and just so our listeners know, he's a New York native. You know, so he, uh, he has that Brooklyn fire in him. So, um, you know, you started training like nine, at nine, uh, ten years old. Nine years old. I mean, what, your parents put you in there? How'd that work out? Yeah, that was my mom. She, uh, she put me in martial arts because, you know, I was a young, you know, Hispanic growing up in the streets of Brooklyn and Coney Island. And, you know, my mom, she saw that I was starting to, you know, hang out and get into trouble and, she always saw I was getting picked on after school, and you know, I I came home one day and um, I was I was really in tears and bruised, and she was like, "What happened?" And I was like, 
you know, they jumped me, you know, because the, the local gangs, they wanted to get me involved with their gangs, and I caught, I tried I tried to stay away from that, you know. And um she said, That's it, I'm putting you in karate, you know. <laughs> and from there, you know, she put me in karate and um uh, I started off in the taekwondo system and then I just evolved into, you know, becoming the beast that I became after all the years. Ah, but but I have to stop <laughs> you there, my man. You you're not telling the whole story. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> when when you, 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 you when you started out, you started training and you know, look, like in this world of ours, we you know we deal with um, issues. You know, like in, in this society right now, we're dealing with the fiscal cliff. A lot of families are doing without, and during that time, you know, your family did without as well, and you had to actually do a little more in order for you to keep your training going. Oh, without question, you're kidding me. I had to go out there and uh, get a paper route to uh, to earn the money to be able to. Uh, to go to school and uh, pay for my own du- tuition because, you know, it, I I was working with a mom that was single. You know, I had a dad who was n- never really there. And, um, you know, she was a single mom just trying to do the best she could with poor kids. And maybe mm-hmm. in the old support, you know, I had to go, you know, earn my money. You know, I had to make sure that, that you know, I, I was in school. I had to make sure that, you know, I, I, I fixed my sister's hair. You know, make sure my brother was dressed. You know, I had to, I had to be, you know, dad and you know, big brother, and you know, and basically fend for myself. You know, as being the the oldest in the family. But you know, there's there's a lot of things that I could talk about. But I don't know if we got enough time to talk about it all, Lou. I'll be honest with you. You know, if there's anything you want to bring up that. You know, I've got in the head for a living, you know, so there's a lot of things that I forget. And a lot of it is because, you know, I just, I guess I, I want to forget. You know, there's a lot yeah. of my past I want to forget, you know, like right. just talking to my dad and, you know, yeah, I didn't have a, a happy household, you know, when it comes to my dad. You know, he beat me as a kid. You know, it was not, you know, the kind of life that I, I wanted, but, you know, it was, he was just, um, but just let's say he was just a drunken, disorderly Hispanic male that beat his child um, because he wasn't happy with his life, you know. And I think that kind of the strong warrior that I became eventually, you know. But I think it was more because my mom, um, my mom, my mom put me through, you know, the stuff that she put me through, you know, she she dressed mm-hmm. me right, you know, she she brought me up right. She always told me don't be like your dad, which I thank God I'm I'm not nowhere near mm-hmm. like him because well, I I'm, a, I'm a testament. Yeah. I I could be a testament to that because I again I know Orlando and his family. Probably and I know your lady also as long as I know you of course for twenty years. And I right. think you've become, you know, an, an excellent couple. I could see the two of you, even all these years later, still love each other and you're with your children and you do so much for your children. So you, you broke that mold, my friend. You definitely broke yes, that mold, sir. and that's the important yeah. thing. And, you know, oh, yeah. you know I'm, I'm a friend from the outside telling you. I saw it from, from, from the get-go, so. Yeah, you know, and look, you, you're, you're, you're definitely, I mean, none for nothing, man. You know, as far as uh, you being a father, you know, I, I've seen no better, and I've seen that with my own eyes with you breaking bread with your family and everything. And, uh, you know, look, you're, you're, you, you definitely, as, as Alan said, you broke that mold. 
you know, and you're giving you give your kids a better life than you had, and that's fantastic. But I tell you this much: delivering the paper in Coney, man. Woo! Good thing you knew T- TKD, man. Ooh. Oh, that was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> You want to hear a real funny story? The, the reason yeah. I even educate boxing was because I had uh, my cousin, Henry Nieves. They called him a hitman back in the days. That's he, right. Yeah, uh, Henry. I, I know you remember Henry, right, people? Yeah, was, well, he, yeah, I just spoke to him recently, Phil. He, he hit me with a straight right hand that my eyes lit up, and I was like, wow. I was like, it was like a light bulb went off in my head. I was like, I could hit you like that, too? He was like, of course. It was full contact. We don't hold back in here. And I was like, yeah, wow. You, funny, funny, day, it was on. A funny story. I just, yeah, John Kenny's actually coming to the event this year. And oh, I know really? you probably haven't seen him in years. Yeah, 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 he's coming down with a whole crew of people. And I mentioned Henry had wanted to come to the event. I don't know if he is yet, but he wanted to come. And I mentioned Henry's name. He goes, boy, he goes, that was the hardest fight I ever had. So here you go. <laughs> saying, you, he goes, I said, oh, yeah. I said, but, you know, John was saying to me, well, Alan, I, I don't understand. What kind of event is this? You know, I said, we have the largest group of world champions, whether it's kickboxing, boxing, you know, martial arts in the world, legitimate world-rated champions in the world. There's no room that has more of them in the world that we have. But you want to know something? You never hear a bad word. Everyone gets along. And to me, that's the beauty of the whole thing. You know, oh, yeah. it's who you put in the room to make it what it is. And again, if they, with the attitude and the egos, they can leave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, check that at the door. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. Yep. I mean, just to have you know Jeff Smith, Don Wilson, Don Dragon Wilson, Orlando the Warrior Rivera in one room, along with everyone else, and Dan Seven, Frank Shamrock, and you know, geez, you know, I remember one day I was trying to rattle off the names, I ran out of breath. You, you want to know the funny thing about it? I, I, you know, Ray Mercer and I became good friends recently in the last couple of Ray years. Ray Mercer, too. And, Ray Mercer. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And when, when, I, when I called Ray up, uh, you know, he came last year, and he was so excited to come. But after he came, he stood there, and he was stuttering to me. He says, Alan, he goes, I've never seen anything like this in my life. He goes, this is unbelievable. Well, this year I called him, and I just, you know, I always give courteous. Ray, you're going to come back? And she's, what are you kidding? He goes, that was the best time of my life. He said, I was in a room with so many gentlemen that were champions. I've never seen anything yeah. in my life like that. And, you know, that's, you know, I, I always say that if I if I ever make, you know, some type of book about the event down the road, there's so many stories to tell, tell and there are only stories of humanity and, you know, and, and people prospering around other people in the correct way. And, you know, it makes me proud that, you know, a guy like you is involved with us and, you know, even a guy like Ray Mercer, you know, world champion also. And we got great people there every year and, uh, you know, we're trying to get everyone on the air just to give their viewpoints. But you know something? Everyone says the same thing. They just enjoy being around other people such as you. So, Thank you. And this is so true because, you know, you want to go to the who's who of who's who's in, uh, in the fight game, then this is definitely the place to be, guys. So anybody who's out there listening, you need to definitely come out and check us out because it, you're going to talk about it all year long. Mm-hmm. And so your next one. You know, yeah. Without question, we're um, doing a memorial this year. But I'm just saying, we're doing a memorial to our friend Joe Lewis this year. I just oh, only about an hour ago, actually, with Bill Wallace, and we're doing a memorial to Joe Lewis and memorial for Ronald Duncan this year. And uh, they both passed, you know, within the last couple of months. So it's going to be a very sentimental 
opening, we'll say, for this event. But you know some Two men that, you know, I have to say were by my side for many, many years with this, and they would not, not come. And uh, right. that's also a beautiful thing, you know. Even when Ronald Duncan was sick, he made sure he was there, you know. Right. Wow. Yeah. That, that tells you tells your story right there of just the camaraderie that everyone shares at this event, you know. It's just unbelievable. And and now let me ask you a question, Orlando, because we're going to get down yep. to the nitty gritty with you. You know what what led you? You were you were training. You were you started competing on an amateur level. You went pro. You know what what possessed you? What 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 was going on in your mind to actually try to dominate the sport? Actually, you didn't try. You did dominate the sport. But when you won that first title, you know what came over you that said, "Well, I want to get another one, and then another one, and another one." Oh, wow. Um, what came over me was just, I just liked winning. And I just liked the, the the fact that, you know what, I was a kid that grew up in the ghetto that, you know, came up from nothing. And I was being called champ. And I just liked, I just liked that sound. You know, when people would see me in the street, they say, hey, champ, how's it going? You know, hey, champ, good fight. Oh, great fight. You know, um, Wow, Lou, that, what sparked that in me was I just wanted to change history for the Rivera family, you know? Okay. Um, I just wanted to to make a name for the Rivera family because, you know, like I said, I'm bringing it back to my dad again. You know, he mm-hmm. never he never gave me anything that I could say, listen, I want to be like my dad, you know? I mean, <laughs> I want my kids to one day, you know, say, I want to be like my dad. You know, I want to be an honorable, you know, uh, warrior that, you know, people respect. You know, and um, that's that's what drove me to do what I do, you know. Mm-hmm. And then it just went a different, uh, to a whole other level because then I was like, you know what? I moved to Florida 10 years ago and there was no kickboxing going on here. So what did I do? I turned around and started boxing. You know, like you mentioned, I, I moved up. You know, I wound up having eight knockouts out of 15 of the fights that I've had. And, um, you know, I was ranked uh, in, in the top 10 in the world by the WBC. I was uh, number three uh, in the Latin community, uh, in the Latin American uh, community of uh, boxing. So, I mean, if it wasn't for my age, believe me, I would have become the first Latin American to hold world titles in both sports. But, you know, can't defy your age, and you know it. It is what it is. They just and I you know, and I think you got robbed. Yeah, and and I think you got robbed when you fought the Prince anyway. So that's another thing. Oh uh, yeah, well, <laughs> I know how, how how they stopped that fight when I had nothing but clarity in my eyes. You know what the what the ref said to me? I was concerned because of your age. I didn't want you to get hurt. I was like, Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, Wow, <laughs> but so. Again, it is what it is. What am I going to yep. do? I just yeah, move on you... and, and recreate myself. Now I become, you know, uh, one of the top trainers uh, in uh, in Tampa here in Florida. And, uh, you know, I'm one of the go-to guys that whenever somebody wants to do anything about stand-up fighting, they come seek me out. And uh, it's a blessing because I've got some good fighters under my belt now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, one of them be fighting for a world title, uh, amateur world title, my first you know, a warrior that to come out of my camp to fight for amateur world title. You know, I never fought for amateur world title. You know, I went right from amateur to becoming, you know, a pro fighter. 
because back in those days, you know, it was like, okay, I need to start getting paid, you know, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. that, that's what you had to do to get paid is to become a pro. You know, amateurs don't get paid, so I wound up moving up the ladder pretty fast, and um, it just, you know, just snowballed. And, um, you know, thank God it snowballed the way it did because it turned me into, like I said, you know, the human being I became now. You know, mm-hmm. I do a lot of speaking engagements in schools locally here and, you know, a lot of motivational stuff talking about, okay, you know, just because, you know, you don't come up with a silver spoon in your mouth doesn't mean you can't become, you know, uh, a champion and, and whatever it is you decide to do. You know, I like right. talking to kids. I like motivating kids, you know, because, you know, they, they look up to us, you know, uh, guys. I mean, you know, kids look up to us and they say, wow, you know, I want to be like those guys, you know. And um, if we if we don't lay that, that, that paperwork down now, meaning that, that, that uh, the words that will help them, to kind of say, mm-hmm. well, you know what? They are real people, and they are humble, and they are nice. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is is what, you know, what being a world champion is really all about. You know, is being able to to go out there and and, and give it away. What, what do they say, Sifu? You can't keep it unless you give it away, right? Yeah, so that's, exactly. That's, exactly. That's, you know, that's what that's I'm true. doing. I'm just giving it away. You're paying it forward, man. You're paying it forward. Yeah. That's what you're doing. It's a, it's a funny thing, too. The, the, most of the guys I run into, you know, the world champions, and even, you know, you guys like Frank Shamrock and Dan Severn and stuff like that, they, they have a certain demeanor about them. You know, look look, look at Oakley Edwards, another one. He's one of my fighters, and he's been with me over 20-something years. One of the nicest guys you want to meet. And you kind of see that the, the world champions just live a different way of life. If they're brought up correctly that's why they become world champions. It's not a matter of just their training. There's a, the whole attitude aspect to it. And, you know, guys, I, I very rarely meet anyone that's a world champion that doesn't have the head together, you know? I mean, there are guys, there are the exceptions, I have to admit that. But as a rule, around what I've seen, no. Nah. The greatest guys you want to meet are like, you speak to Jeff Smith or Bill Wallace or Joe Lewis, any of those guys, that, you know, they, they were great people to talk to, you know, and, so you kind of see it's it, there's not just it's not just the fighting ability. There's other things involved too. Yeah, well, I have to let me let me just go back to you know touting you a little bit, Alan. You know the reality is with your event, you know when when all these these great martial artists and the boxers and everyone they congregate in one space. You know if you weren't around, there'd be a void because you have a lot of champions that do get jaded because it, they're, they're they're doing this, doing that. They get screwed over by this one, that one. And, look, I'm just speaking the truth. You provide an environment where they're like, all right, good, there's good out there. So I'm yeah. happy about it. And it allows them to be what they really want to be and not be what somebody else wants them to be and chase the money and everything else. That's yeah. just my view. I'll give, give you a funny story about something like this. Recently, uh, there was an article put out about somebody, and I'm on a board of a this group, I won't even mention the group or the magazine or the person, but there was an article put out, and it was an online article. When I saw it, I, I called up the publisher. I said, what did you do? He goes, why? I said, this guy is a complete utter, I don't want to say fraud, but he is. He goes, what do you mean? Oh. I said, he calls himself an eight-time world undisputed champion. But what you mean undisputed means that you would have to know who he fought, what he fought, and he's willing to fight again. Well, none of the above. He asked him who he fought, and he said he can't tell you. It's a secret. Uh, is it like, is it like that? 
Is it like that UFC guy that put all his stuff out there and he never even fought nah, for the I, UFC? I, I, can't even, I can't mention the name, but another guy, and then on the, on the same bio, he has he's a four-time grappling champion, but his name shows up in no organization in the world. Okay? Then he puts down that he is a, a black belt, ace, ninth, or tenth degree black belt in 38 different styles. So, and he's 21. <laughs> yeah, so one of the guys I know said, well, that would have to make you 500 years old because it would take you at least a minimum of 10 years to reach any of those degrees. And we we just okay. laugh at guys like this. And, and that's the problem. You know, if you can't prove it, don't talk it. You know, don't go off and say you can do this or that and you can't do it. But, you know, Orlando, you did it. You were on TV. People know who you are. And the important thing is that everyone looks up to you because you did what you said you were going to do. You never, you never went in the ring knowing you couldn't fight. I mean, okay. look, your training, your history and everything, your championship status, your legendary status, uh, you know, had you training some top names in entertainment and sports, you know, from football players, NFL guys, to uh, actors, to even pro wrestlers. You, you trained a whole gambit of people. And I've been at your Be Award training camp, okay, and I don't mess with that because uh, that's serious that's stuff there. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, no, it was real nice to have you here. It was definitely an honor, without question. We got to get you back in here. Yeah, brother. I went in there. Saw you. Saw you in action. I wasn't even doing anything. I was breaking out in a mean sweat. I said, I got. I, I got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the, the energy you feel when you come into a gym. It's it's incredible. I always tell everybody come in and just try one pre session out. If you like it, believe me, you're going to be hooked. Well, Elena, tell people on the air where they can find you anyway, where your gym is. Yeah, well, I'm located in Tampa. Actually, it's uh, South Tampa, and um, I'm located at 3702 West Beach Street. Um, you could just look up or Google my name, OrlandoRivera.com, and it's Orlando, O-L-A-N-D-O, Rivera, R-I-B-E-R-A.com, and you'll find out everything there is to know about our training camp in Tampa. And, um, you know, we, we do have people that come in from out of town that, you know, they're, they're visiting Tampa and they just come in and they try a free session out. I, I don't, you know, hold anybody at, back from coming in from out of town to try a free session out. I always say, hey, come in with an empty cup and I promise you we will fill it with new knowledge. And um, mm-hmm. that's all I look is for just humble warriors to come walk through my doors. It, it, no if, it's good enough for, if it's good enough for Wesley Snipes, it's good enough for anybody, right? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah no. All right. Uh, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. Orlando, stick with us because we want to talk more about your Be A Warrior training camp, uh, what you're doing, you and your wife are doing for, with autism. And uh, we're going to learn more about you because we're going to be bringing on Wikipedia Joe. And watch out, man. He's going to have, like, he's going to unload questions on you. And I'm just going to be quiet at that point because he, he, he was stumped last show. Okay. And I know he, he, he's on he's, – He's in the green room. He's laughing right now, but he got stumped. So let's see if he gets stumped again. So on that note, <laughs> we, yeah, on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back on the action martial arts power hour with your host Alan Goldberg and our special guest Orlando the Warrior Rivera and Wikipedia Joe will be coming on. So stick with us. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. Audience, say it with me. Legendary. It's going to be 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 legendary. Legendary. 
Action Martial Art Magazine, January 25th, 26th, Hall of Fame, Atlanta City Trauma County Hotel. Be there, bigger, better than ever, the ultimate martial art event, the biggest martial event in the world, Trauma County Hotel. You want to contact me, 718-856-8070, or go to our website, actionmagstore.com. about Lincoln it just hasn't been a relevant brand so all we had to do is introduce great new products like the new MKZ and an all-new dealership experience and we're off to the races
why are you doing this to me? And, um, you know, a little voice in my head said, you know what, if you want this, you've got to get better, you know. And sure enough, I went through all sorts of therapy. I went through Chinese medicine with um, acupuncturists, and uh, I went through uh, a Russian that trained me uh, about weakness leaving my body um, through physical therapy, and it, it just it went on from there to the point where um, what really motivated me to, to get better was um, I've got to give my hats off to a man by the name of Luis Bad Boy Ruiz. He was uh, fighting, coming up at the same time when my leg was injured, and nobody really knew about the injury because, you know, as a, as a, as a rising kickboxing star, I didn't want people to know that I was injured. So uh, I decided to go to the show one day because I was hearing a lot in the media that people were saying, oh, Luis Ruiz, you know, he says, you're ducking him. And I'm like, yeah, I'm ducking him, all right. I, I can't fight right now, you know. So anyway, um, just to kind of sh- hush everybody up, I finally came out to one one event that he was fighting. And uh, I sat at ringside with my legs locked straight out, you know, just fresh out the cast. And, uh, you know, just to show him this is why, you know, I'm not um, I'm not ducking you. This is why you haven't seen me on the circuit. And uh, when he beat the kid he was fighting, I forget exactly who it was, but when he beat the kid he was fighting, he comes and he looks at me and looks at me like that should have been me in the ring with him. And when I'm telling you, that fired me up so much because that look in his eyes was like that should be me on the floor, you know. And I was like, no. Now I'm going to get myself in such great shape that uh, I'm going to come back and I'm going to fight him. Sure enough, he was actually the first fight that I took coming back in the spring um, after almost a nine-month layoff with the uh, with the knee injury. So uh, I'm sure you knew all this already, but I, I, well, I think saying it kind of ha- had me relive it. And uh, well, now I, I'm all I fired up. You got me all fired up, Joe. See, now I want to go run. <laughs> well, man, but I want but let's clarify one 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 small point. When you were on that motorcycle and you looked down, I mean, you could see the white of the bone of your kneecap. People don't realize how bad this was. I mean, your skin's literally hanging off. And you ever notice yeah. when some when you see that bone, you go, "Wow, I never knew bone was that white." Yeah. You look down on it as bad as it looks, and you're like, and I, I mean, that's what a lot of people got to realize that uh, to come back from an injury like that, from that type of adversity, and become a champion is is amazing. Thank you. Now, well, my second question for you is um, what a lot of people aren't aware of, you know, a lot of people are familiar with your early Taekwondo training, but there are, most people aren't, aren't aware that, I mean, you're a fifth-degree black belt in Shindoru karate. And okay. Shindoru is one of the more, um, in Japanese we call it like a gendai or a more modern tradition, but it's still very tra- uh, very traditional style. And uh, I know that you worked on that through, um, was it uh, uh, Jonas Nunes? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And yeah, I'm Jonas. Can, can you explain a little bit for the folks about Shindoru? Because, I mean, like I said, it's not a style that many people are familiar with. Well, it's a very hard and soft style. Um, and with Sean Jonas, he he brought the, the whole kickboxing aspect of it into the style. I mean, you know, he taught me the, the katas. You know, I was never really that good at them, but I went to a couple of tournaments. Um, I did some katas. Um, you know, he taught me more about how to be the aggressive fighter of the style of that Chitaru style. 
because, you know, the um, the Japanese always fought hard, you know, and that's basically how he trained me was to, to fight hard and to be aggressive, you know. But I tell you what, over all the years, um, I learned to not only just learn to be aggressive, but also how to be, you know, evasive and more, you know, effective and not being, you know, a punching bag, basically. You know, that's kind of how... Uh, I was trained to go in there, you take a shot, you give a shot. You know, now, you know, I I take a shot, I don't want to take a shot. I'm going to make you miss, and then I'm going to make you pay. And that came from my, my boxing coach that uh, I wound up hooking up with, which uh, he was a, also a kickboxer, which was Virgil Myers, um, another good soul that, you know, oh, yeah, man, man. and movement and, you know, and, and how to how to use angles and, you know, just took my whole career to a whole other level. You know, not to get away from the, the shit group, but, um, you know, that style is, um, you know, still kind of um, new to me because if you ask me what one of the katas were that I did, I'm going to be honest with you, so I, I don't remember the katas. Um, oh, no no problem. But like I said, I was just I was just surprised. You know, you see a lot of kickboxers and a lot of lot of lot of champions in kickboxing and when you look at their their, their training in, in traditional martial arts, they're normally like a first, second degree. You don't see many people with with that high a level in a, a fairly, you know, a, a, what we call a gendai or more modern traditional style. So it was really surprising and refreshing to see that. Yes. Well, uh, thank you. I appreciate that. The the next question I have for you again we uh, again uh, it was mentioned earlier talking about warriors for for autism and uh, wanted to find out how you got involved in that uh, I've read a little background and I, I know everyone would like to know you know more about that particular organization and how it all came about. Well, the Warriors for Autism was founded by uh, my lovely wife Dina because um, we have an autistic son his name is Anthony. And, uh, you know, we were two parents that, you know, grew up with an autistic child in uh, and, and a time where autism was not as well known as it is now and, and what causes it and everything. And, and we just didn't know the answers that we know now that we're trying to share through this nonprofit organization to, um, to educate and enlighten people such as ourselves that are coming through it for the first time. You know, we've been through it, you know, so we, we know, you know, who to turn to, who to, you know, Dina, Dina's like one of those uh, Ask Gary kind of people. Ask, you know, she'll tell you where to go for that. She'll tell you where to go for this, you know, because we went through it. We've been there. And that's why this, it seemed like, you know, again, back to my spiritual side, you know, it seemed like, you know, that, that was God's way of saying, listen, you're a world champion fighter. You have a name in a sport. So, you know, this Warriors for Autism you know, it's going to bring awareness to the autism community here in Tampa and, you know, and throughout the world that we're trying to reach out to because, you know, it's it's something that we do because out of goodness of our heart, we do it because that's what we are. We are warriors for autism. That's who we are. You know, we, we don't we frown upon any other organizations that, that you know, raise, uh, you know, awareness for them, but... We try to say, hey, listen, don't frown upon our organization. Just because autism may not be as widespread as other, you know, um, disease or not disease. That's the wrong words that should be used. That's not autism is not a disease. Um, you know, just other other things that are out there. 
cancer, whether it be, you know, Down syndrome, whatever it is, you know, we're just bringing awareness to the community of families that don't have a clue about autism. Exactly. Excellent. Well, I always I try to try to ask a, um, an, an interesting and on and uh, not off beat but off the track question in regards to um, different things with the different uh, people that we speak to. Um, with the recent com- passing of uh, Hector Camacho, and again, as a, as a, a person who is a Latino and also has been involved in the boxing world, um, just wanted to get your opinion on on his life and his passing. Well. Um, his life and his past, I don't know much about his life other than he was a great boxer. Um, he was an exciting fighter to watch. Um, I knew him personally because uh, he came to a couple of my fights when I was here in Tampa fighting. And um, he, he was a good friend. And um, it's, just, it's a shame to see, uh, you know, a person like him leave this, this planet. But, you know, they always say, you know, God, God has plans for those who he needs and, and he takes those who who need to be taken. I mean, I, it is it is what it is. I mean, he lived his life. You know, I can't say he lived a perfectly good life, but, you know, he lived the kind of life that, you know, um, some people would, would not. I'm one. I would not like to have strayed that way, but, you know, he lived his life. And he was a good soul and, you know, he was a good man. He, he said what he wanted to when he wanted to. And he never held back his words for no one. So you got to give him that respect. Thank you. I greatly appreciate it. It's a pleasure finally get a chance, opportunity to talk to you. And uh, hope, uh, looking forward to seeing you in Atlantic City. Thank you. Look forward to it, Joe. I appreciate your time. Excellent. Yeah, on that note, yeah, since you're turning things back, Joe, you didn't get stumped. I'm a little upset about that. That's okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but you know what? But but Joe, but I, I got I got to say something. That was a great that was a great last question. I like that. You know, it yeah, brings a little uh, flavor to the situation. Uh, but Alan, we have Eric from Pennsylvania uh, on uh, the show, and uh, sure. Eric, welcome to the show. Hey, how you doing, sir? It's good to good to hear from you. Uh, I I love the show. Thanks thanks for letting me call in, sir. Not a problem. I, you know, I know you're, you're one of our supporters. You're always there at our event every year. And I, uh, just to tell the audience a little something, you're bringing in a special guest this year also. I know Orlando will be excited about this also. Can you tell us yes, what you're sir, bringing we in? Have, uh, when, when I went to Korea uh, this past November, I got to meet uh, at one of Korea's hottest action movie stars and film directors, uh, Grandmaster Won Jin Kim. And uh, he's moving to the United States in January, January 10th, actually. And uh, the first event that he's going to be coming to is your event, sir. So he's he's coming out and uh, he's looking forward to teaching a uh, seminar on Friday and uh, getting to meet the whole family. Wow, uh, it's, it's exciting. We just bring new new talent in and new people. And you know, we we may not know him now, but I guarantee you, within a few years, you'll hear his name because I I, I watched some of his video clips and the guy's amazing. Uh, you know, biggest guy, biggest action star in Korea. So why not in the United States next, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, he ju- he did. Uh, he 
starred in Operation Scorpio, where he was uh, considered the Scorpion King, and, and he played a phenomenal, phenomenal part in that. He was the lead role, and he probably starred in, in about 12 to 15 movies, but he also directed uh, he directed a ton of movies as well. He directed the uh, My Wife is Gangster movies. As a matter of fact, he, he trained his wife. Uh, she, was a lead, she was a lead role in, in the movie as well. Yeah, cool. Very good. We're looking forward to it. Do you have any questions for Orlando this time? Uh, uh, no, sir. I just want to say that I'm a I'm a big fan, and you know I send out you know uh, all my blessings and best wishes for you. So and I'm looking for and I'm looking forward to meeting you in January. All right. Thanks, thanks a lot for calling in. Well, he was talking right, to you, Orlando. Eric was talking to you, yeah, no. Orlando. Yes, sir. That's why I said look forward to it as well. Uh, okay, Eric. Thanks for calling in. Sorry, you got it. Thanks, guys. All right, so now um, now we come to that point in the show where we, we we're going to talk about MMA. Okay, well we're going to we're going to bid our farewells to Orlando first, and I just want to okay, say it's definitely. a pleasure having you on the air with us. Well, uh, before yeah, before Orlando goes, Orlando, you know, give uh, website information: Warriors for Autism, your own website, your Twitter, your sure. this, your that. You know, give that so 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 your fans can can follow your career, my man. Yes, uh, um, basically we have uh, the warriorsforautism.org. Um, it's warriorsforautism.org. Um, and then we have uh, Be a Warrior Training Camp, which is my training facility in Tampa. Um, you can look that up on the OlandoRivera.com. Okay, great. So and guys, then you have I your Twitter. See you in January. <laughs> And then uh, just uh, you have Orlando's Twitter, which uh, is relatively new because he doesn't like messing with that stuff. But that's that's oh, also Orlando Rivera. Yeah, yeah that, that's all new to you, man. That's all new to you, you know. So, but you're 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 doing that and you're hustling, and I I appreciate you as a person, man, because you you've done so much not only in the world of martial arts but in life. And you're, you've always been an honorable uh, person across the board, so we're fortunate to have you in this world, in the world of martial arts, but in the world, and in the world in general, especially in. See, if I don't say that stuff, then your wife's gonna beat the crap out of me, and I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it we're all big bad black belts go home and get smacked around by our wives? What's up with that? Oh, <laughs> oh I, I think she, I think she was trained in about thirty-two styles of martial arts, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, at least. At least. <laughs> Mama Foo. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. uh, Lando, thank you, my brother. I appreciate you coming on and spending the time with us. It's always a pleasure speaking to you, and uh, we'll see you in six weeks. Yes, sir. I know. Can you believe that? Ah! Six weeks. Can't wait. I bless you guys. Hey, Merry Christmas. Happy Holiday. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy whatever, whatever it is you believe in. Just just have fun. Just, have fun. just be happy, that's all. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry, be happy. All right, brother. Thank you so much. You got it. Thank you. Again. All right. All right, so we departed with the great Orlando the Warrior Rivera, and now we're, uh, you know, Alan, it's that time. We have um, Aaron Richmond with the MMA Fight Council. He was going to give his recap of uh, what's happening in the world of MMA. Are we ready for him? Yeah, we're ready for him. All right, Joe, you ready? All set. Rock and roll. All right, so let's bring on Aaron Richmond with the recap of the MMA world. How you doing, Aaron? 
I'm well, Lou. Thanks uh, for having me on again. Alan, great to uh, hear you as well. And Joe, thank you for uh, allowing me to uh, come on the show as well. Good to talk to you. So, so there's a lot, a lot that's gone on, and I really like to tell people about what's coming up just because, uh, to me, it's one of the biggest things that I can do uh, to connect fans, the fighters, and the promoters to keep the sport of MMA growing. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of news, uh, actually, too, so I'll just touch on a couple of quick things regarding uh, the news. Uh, we did have a great uh, Bellator show down in uh, Atlantic City uh, this past weekend. Uh, unfortunately, the main event didn't happen because they, one of the guys got food poisoning, but what are you going to do? Uh, there was one of the greatest, uh, one of the greatest women's fights, though, uh, in a while, Jessica I and, uh, and, uh, Zoila Fra- uh, de Grigel, that's her last name now, married, uh, to, a tremendous grappler. And, uh, however... She got submitted on her feet, uh, choked unconscious. You, you almost never see that in men's or women's fights, uh, but a uh, standing arm triangle choke. Um, she, so she passed out. Uh, it was, you know, quite a quite a main event. But uh, coming up, there's some really great stuff. Uh, if you're in Mumbai, India, you might not have thought there was MMA in, in India, uh, but it's, uh, it's it's growing. It's huge. Uh, all of a sudden, the Super Fight League, uh, and you can watch it here, by the way. You don't have to go to India. Uh, Super Fight League is coming up Friday, 10.30 a.m. You can uh, find it on YouTube. They're having uh, championship fights. I think five belts are on the line. One women's fight, four men's championship fights. Uh, that's And, and it's some, some guys that you never may have heard of otherwise. A lot of uh, Indian fighters, and they're very talented, uh, very aggressive, uh, very skilled. It's, it's some great stuff. Uh, that's Friday. Also on Friday, uh, we go from India to Australia. And uh, in Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia, the UFC on Fox. Uh, George Sotteropoulos is one of my favorite, probably one of the most underrated, I think, uh, fighters out there right now. And he's uh, fighting Ross Pearson. Uh, and then way down at the bottom of the main card, and this is uh, really something that is uh, it's almost puzzling, but... Uh, where it is it's going to be a fantastic fight. It's Hector Lombard, whose second home has sort of become Australia, but he's he's Cuban, and he's a real real beast. He was a champion in Bellator, and uh, he's had a little bit of a uh, hard welcome to the UFC, if you will. He's fighting uh, Paul Harris, who is a leg lock master. He's going to try to take Lombard's leg off. Lombard's going to try to take his head off. Uh, that's going to be a great fight. Uh, so that's. Friday, uh, in case that's not enough, uh, we've got uh, in uh, Rally, North Carolina, a brand new promotion. I, I love to make sure people know about these. Uh, the XFP Extreme Fight Promotions, they've got a show coming on uh, Friday night in Raleigh at the Long Ranch. Uh, that hopefully will be a great show, one of the first of many. And then uh, another UFC, in case one wasn't enough, on Saturday the 15th. Uh, you've got the uh, Ultimate Fighter finale, and you've got uh, Nelson, Roy Nelson, who does not look like a fighter, but he told me once in an interview that if they paid him to be a model, he'd look like a model, but they pay him to be a fighter, so he's a fighter. Uh, and he doesn't, you know, he's closer to see. He's fighting Matt Mitrione, a professional, former professional football player, the guy that will smile every time you hit him, won't stop smiling, keeps coming forward. 
going to be a great fight. Uh, also, you got Pat Barry on the card and Shane Del Rosario, some really monster heavyweights. Uh, and then, uh, not to be forgotten, Jamie Varner uh, is a guy that many of us are familiar with. He's fighting Melvin Gillard. A couple of guys that either one of them could rise up to the to the top of the lightweight ranks. Uh, a couple more quick things just to uh, get some people in some different parts of the world or country. Uh, we've got uh, a victory fighting championship coming up. Uh, that's in uh, Omaha, Omaha, Nebraska. They've got lots of MMA in the Midwest. Uh, that's coming up also on the 15th. And uh, locked in the cage back down in the uh, in Philly, actually. Locked in the cage 14 is also December 15th. So there's just a, a quick rundown of some some events coming up, some news. Uh, wonder what people think. I realize we don't have time to talk about it now, but Ronda Rousey, the first woman signed to the UFC. Uh, she uh, I like Ronda. I like Ronda. Yeah, she's, she's, it's hard she's not cool. To. Yeah, it's hard not to. She. She's, she'll take your arm off, and uh, she's had nine opponents between her amateur and professional career, and she's finished all of them in the first round with an armbar, including champions. Um, and she just signed an eight-fight deal. She's going to headline a pay-per-view uh, with the UFC. Her first opponent is actually one of the only women who is willing to fight her, uh, a woman named Liz Carmouche, a former Marine. Well, I guess there's no such thing as a former Marine, but they, uh, all right who's been fighting for a couple of years now. Tough, tough girl. So uh, that's that's a, a story that's worth watching. Uh, and then uh, real quickly, a guy that I like a lot, and I just I wish things were different right now for him, Johnny Hendricks, really the next number one contender in the welterweight division, and he doesn't get to fight uh, George St. Pierre. He uh, George St. Pierre, I hmm. don't think, wants to fight him, honestly. So he's, hmm. taken, he's taken a different fight and leaving Johnny kind of hanging uh, hmm. right now. Well, I just I just wrote the phone today with uh, Eddie Alvarez actually, and he's telling me he's back in training for his next fight with uh, Bellator, so that should be interesting. Oh, well, that's, that's nice. That's nice. His contract was up, and he was he was talking about which way to go and where he would fight next. But he's one of the best in the world, Alan. He really is. Yeah, he's coming back, and he, he's going to try to get to our show this year. Uh, he says, but he might be down in Florida training, but he's definitely going to try to make it this year. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Alvarez should be at at the Action Martial Arts uh, Hall of Honors. I gotta say, he should be there. He should be, and you know what? Hopefully, he will be. He uh, he had a good time when he uh, when he came yeah. before. He definitely did. Aaron, I did have one question for you. Yes, sir. I wanted to find out your opinion on the uh, Nate Diaz uh, Ben Henderson fight. What did you think of it? Well, I've seen. Uh, bits and pieces of it. Uh, so I haven't seen the whole thing, but I can still tell you in a, in a nutshell that Benson Henderson is a, a, is a monster champion. Monster, he, he's, he's an incredible fighter. And, you know, it's, it's so confusing, I think, for so many people, Joe, because he's mild-mannered, he's polite, he expresses his Christian faith freely, and, and people take that sort of kindness for weakness and they think, well, he's beaten some guys, he's this, he's that. But he, he demolished uh, Nate, who really probably didn't belong in there, honestly, Joe, but he does, he's got a great, he, he's a great fighting personality. He is talented, probably didn't really belong in there though yet. Well, I'm glad they at least gave him the opportunity. I have been a Ben Henderson fan since the get-go, since WEC, and yeah. the man, the man's flexibility and the man's 
ability. I've, you know, you swear the man's triple jointed. He has a flexibility that borders on obscene. He gets out of holes that you would think that would break any other fighter, fighter's arms or legs, and he just slides right out of them like a snake. And uh, he, but he's he is so humble. You can talk everything from religion to comic books with the guy, and he's just so down to earth. And it's, it's I'm so glad that he's champion, and I really feel it's very well deserved. And he keeps proving it's well deserved, and that's that's the best point about him. He he does. I mean, the, 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 really, the bottom line is with him. You know, when you talk about beating uh, Frankie Edgar uh, once, that that's no small feat. Uh, no pun intended. Frankie's kind of a little guy, but uh, oh yeah, I am the And uh, but to beat him and to beat him again, and it doesn't matter how close the fight is. Uh, if you win, you win. Uh, and and you know, Ben did. Uh, politely, I guess, but, you know, went over to sort of the press side of, of the octagon and, and say something like, you know, hey, you guys you guys get it now, you know? Uh, really that good, and uh, it'll be great to see who comes next and how he does, but I think he's going to be champion for a while. Definitely, I agree wholeheartedly. Thank you for answering the question. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, Aaron, well, I, have a, I, have a que- I have a question for you, Aaron. Yes, sir. You, you mentioned uh, MMA in India. Now, I mean, how do they how do they set that up? Are they uh, are they fighting in a ring? Or are they fighting in, a, in an octagon in a cage? What are they doing over there? Let's see. I have watched some of their fights. I'm trying to remember now. I, I will tell you this. I I, I seriously uh, doubt. In fact, I'm certain it's not an octagon because nobody nobody wants to uh, risk the uh, the wrath of the UFC. Um, I shouldn't say nobody, but uh, mostly nobody. I believe it's. I do believe it's a case, though. I, I've watched uh, in the recent past some of the uh, some of the fights from India, and I'm almost positive I remember it being a case. And it's um, you know, which is interesting because, in my opinion, if, if anyone were to ask me, there shouldn't be any MMA fought in the ring. And you know, I'm not looking to offend anybody that feels differently, but part of MMA really involves the cage. The cage is a part of MMA. It's yeah. one of the things that differentiates it. Um, it's a tool, it's a weapon. But, but it always was. It wasn't always like that, though. No, it, it wasn't. But you know, and, and I think the argument that I would make more than my belief that it's part of the, the fighting strategy and, and one of the tools is that it, it's not safe to fight in a ring. I've been to MMA shows in with mm-hmm. rings, and I just don't think it's safe because uh, it's a wrestling match. It's a it's a martial arts, uh, you know, combat match. It's a boxing match. It's I've seen guys go through the ropes, and, yep. uh, and it's mm-hmm. just not safe. Yeah, I was going to say when I, oh, I'm sorry, Aaron. I was going to say when I when we were speaking to Frank Shamrock, and I had watched many of his matches in Pancras, and that was one of the biggest problems in the hybrid submission wrestling that they would just lose, sail right out of the ring many times, and have to be yeah. brought back in by the referees. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and, and and it's just to me, it might sound ironic. But it is the truth. As much as I love the sport of MMA, I, I value the athlete. And uh, when something to me is so evidently unsafe, it do, it doesn't make sense to me. And, and it's there's an obvious reason that most MMA is fought in a cage now, besides the fact that the cage is a tool. Uh, but it but I think the safety to me is the number one reason. Well, we, we, you mentioned wrestling. I, I got some great news that just happened the other day. Uh, we're going to have a, a little wrestling contingency at the show. I know, I know, Lou's going to appreciate this. We have uh, Bob Backlund coming to the show this year, the old, old-time wrestler. World, 
for one, one of the one of the first WWE, WWF champions, WWWF right. champions. Right, and we have uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine coming, also one of the champions. And I got Buddhist the Barber Beefcake coming to the event. And Who's that? I'm actually Yes, by, by next week, I have three other wrestlers that are coming to the event this year also, and these guys are all martial artists also, so we're not just bringing wrestlers in for the show, showmanship, they are martial artists, and they contacted me to come to the event, so I'm honored that we're going to have more guys like this coming to the event and being part of it also, so you know, I'm pretty excited yeah. about that too. You know the one thing that a lot of people they they really don't realize that uh, a lot of uh, pro wrestlers they have some some formal training in martial arts because you kind of you kind of need it getting in there and uh, and performing. So I find that that most of them do actually in some way whether it's yeah. judo or some you know professional wrestling beforehand you know college wrestling. So, yeah. you know, we're looking forward to bringing them in. And, uh, listen, the more people that show up, the better it is for everybody to have a good time, you know? There you go. Yeah, and, and, every, and, all the, and all those three men, you know, they're all champions. Uh, Greg DeHammer, Intercontinental, and Tag Team Champion, Brutus, same thing. So uh, glad to uh, glad that they're going to be there. It's going to be a, a cool event to, to top everything off on who's going to be there, Alan. You're doing a bang-up job. Well, it's it's only because of everybody, not me. I mean, I'm I'm the orchestra leader, but if people didn't want to join along and sing and dance, <laughs> I couldn't do it either. So I just want to say, you know, thank you for these guys coming. And, you know, they contacted me, and I was honored to have these guys come on in. So it's all good. I was really excited personally when I saw that Brutus Beefcake was going to show up. I've, I've known him for almost 25 years through uh, New England Wrestling Promotions, and it's really going to be great to see him again. Good, good. Well, guys, it's about that time. I appreciate you guys all calling in again. I think we have a good mixture of everyone and knowing what's going on. We appreciate our guest tonight, Orlando, one of my favorite guys. I know, I know him again over 20 years. So until next week's show, um, see you then, guys. Yeah, and, and, Thank and, you so much. In closing, in closing uh, for our listeners, uh, definitely go to uh, com. Find out more about the event, January 25th and 26th in Atlantic City at the Tropicana. It's the largest martial arts event of its kind. You don't want to miss it. You have, you're going to have champion upon champion upon champion upon champion upon legend, champion, legend, champion. I mean, I don't know. you got, you got all types of stuff going on there, and you don't want to miss it because these guys, they only come to Atlantic City. They congregate like this once a year. This is the only event they all wind up going to. And also uh, check out the MMA, MMA Fight Council. Uh, this Aaron's uh, he's founded it, doing some amazing things. Uh, MMAFightCouncil.com. Right, Aaron? Yes, Lou. Thank you. Okay, excellent. All right. Thank you, guys. Aaron, Joe, thank you again. Alan, it's been amazing. And until ne- and next week, who do we have on the show, Alan? Well, right now we may have – we had a problem. Kevin Silva had to cancel out. He's doing a shooting. So I'm still up in the air for next week, but I guarantee you I'm going to bring you a great guest on again. And just stay tuned. You'll know about it soon. Hey, we're all about bringing on the legends on the Action Martial Arts Power Hour, doing it week in and week out leading up to January 25th and 26th in Atlantic City. Guys, thank, thank you. We'll be back next Tuesday. You're listening to UCW Radio in your face. If you try to remember, you will lose. Empty your mind. Be formed. Shape like water.
fighters that ever set foot on this planet. I'm the only world champion, United States national champion. I'm a two-time national college champion. I was never beating Cotton. Be proud of it. The Action Martial Arts Power Hour. Oh, oh, oh.